0: Hey guys, welcome to the Coffee and Coaching podcast. As ever, we hope you enjoy this episode and take a lot of value from it. And maybe we might be able to make you laugh a little bit too. We started this podcast to help empower and inspire you to take control and create the life that you want to lead. But remember that everything we speak about is just our opinion and shouldn't be taken as medical advice. If you enjoy the podcast, then it would mean the world to us if you could leave a review and share each episode on your social media. The more people that know about how sick this podcast is, the more people we can help. That's enough of that. Let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. Welcome to today's episode. We both do not have coffee today because we just sat here for the last hour talking yeah.
1: shit and the coffee's got finished. We did have coffee. Um, For anyone who didn't watch last week's episode, i will treat you. Two, I'm surrounded by idiots. The same mug again. It's my favorite mug. Coffee tastes nicer, in not it? Um, I I I'll talk about my, coffee my... before we start because I'm having a battle at the minute with this cafetiere to yeah. try and not have it, have the like sludge at the bottom. Mm. I just can't perfect it. I watched a yeah. video on TikTok or Instagram or something the other day. Um, I'm on TikTok now. I know, I've seen that. I've seen Basically these. an influencer. Um Are you blown and up? Have you got millions of followers yeah? I don't think I've got any. I literally got it so I could create <laughs> that video yesterday. Um, I just wanted the green screen effect, and you, you can only get it on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and he poured a, like perfectly clear. It wasn't clear, because that'd be water.
2: <laughs> um,
1: but coffee you could see through, and it was in the cup, and there was no sludge in it. Mm-hmm. So I followed his directions to a tea. Fucking shit, mate, there was still sludge in the bottom of it. Mad,
2: maybe it I was think too, it's the,
1: the grind, maybe it was too coarse or not coarse. It enough. is. I'm using an electric grinder and I watched Thingy Hoffman um talking about those grinders and he was like, they, they give a very uneven grind. But mm. which... anyone
0: who's sort of into coffee, go and watch James Hoffman's YouTube video with, or not his video, his YouTube channel. He's just yeah. a fucking... He's a he's a coffee genius.
1: Even if you're not that into coffee and you don't really get why we are, just go and watch one of his videos talking about coffee because mm. he's got a lovely speaking voice. And yeah, that's enough for me sometimes. Mm. Like one Paul, the muscle mentors, I fucking love listening to his videos. <laughs> even if the, even if I understand what he's about to talk about. He was talking about like length tension relationship in a poster, there and I get it. I already know. But I sat and watched the whole post. It was nice yeah. to listen
0: to. What a great voice. Um, But I had the Christmas blend, Taylor's of Haddlegate. I feel like I've been letting the side down a little bit recently. I haven't been investing in my coffee game at all. I've been lazy going to fucking supermarkets and buying Taylor's of Gates or Tesco Zone or Zone. It's fucking, it's not on really, to be honest. You've been just slacking, really. Just mm-hmm. putting no effort in. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? We we always speak about values, right? When lockdown happened, I became so into coffee because I had fuck all else to do. So <laughs> coffee was like, I had the time to become obsessed with it. Yeah. Whereas now it's just like, I'm busy. I've got other shit to do. It's the last thing on my mind, even though I still love it. It's the last thing on my mind. So I just... The quickest, most efficient way to get my caffeine in, is yeah, what I will go for. So I don't have to now go online and order neighborhood coffee or order this or order that. Just grab it off the shelf, go. It's on my mind. Yeah, is That's... is efficient but unacceptable. I need to need to invest some time back into my passion.
1: It's why I want to buy an espresso machine, like a proper one. You know, the grinds the beans uh, itself, and like you've got the little fucking pod that you lock in and that. Yeah. Because I just come down then, turn it on, get the pressure right, press on, coffee grind. Have
0: you had, have you had a look into any? Because I was actually thinking of getting one myself.
1: Yeah, you can get a decent, again, going from Matthew Hoffman um, on eBay. James. James Hoffman, sorry. Matthew Hoffman. Matthew Walker, I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. They look a little bit similar. Yeah, they have similar voice as well. Yeah. Um, James Hoffman. Oh, my God, I'm so confused now. James Hoffman coffee. <laughs> Yes, um, on eBay, um, he, he's got a video about it. He buys a second hand one, talking about nice, it's like a really good coffee machine. You get one for about 120 quid, so yeah, considering the one that's in Costco is like four, 400, 500 quid for for something that just grinds coffee and puts water through it. It's like, yeah, that's that? not even a good me. I'm gonna anyway, go watch that video. What are we talking about today? You telling me, lad? We are talking about the most prob, the most problems, the most common problems our clients crash, in case face. Crash. Yeah, we're going to talk about the most common problems our clients face and how we solve those problems or how we help them solve those problems because we don't solve the problems our clients do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which means, if you're listening to this, you've probably faced one of these problems or are facing it and you'll walk away today with a solution for free because we're fucking sound like that we are we are we're so fucking sound what's problem number one lad problem number one is something that we're clearly not today short on time yeah it's a big one i think
0: uh a lot of people uh, I mean, everyone's busy, but a lot of people use a lack of time as an excuse for why they don't get shit done, which is understandable. But when you understand, like, I, I always have this conversation with people is like, oh, I'm too busy to start this now. I haven't got time to start this now. It's like, you will never ever have time where everything stops if you want to do the thing, you have to learn to do it now with your current lifestyle. So you have to learn to become efficient. You have to learn to be able to work it into whatever your life currently looks like.
1: Do you agree, Jack? 100%. And we spoke about this, so I'm not going to dig too much into it because go and listen to the podcast where we talk about values. Um, Like go and listen to it after you've listened to this. That's an order. Um, It's about shifting it higher in your values if it's something that you want and and it happens for the people who start with us find the time make it work all they've really done big picture speaking is move that thing higher up in their values Mm -hmm. because you find time for shit you find time
0: for the stuff that's deeply inspiring to you yeah if you're deeply inspired by getting massive you will find time for the gym. You will find time to eat 5,000 calories a day and cook four meals, five meals a day. If you're deeply inspired to become a millionaire, you will probably be working till three in the morning regularly. Mm-hmm. If you're deeply inspired, what's, what, what, what's a common thing that
1: your clients are deeply inspired to do, Jack? Stuff with their kids or stuff with their partners, like social life stuff or, or like general life stuff. Like You find time for that yeah oh i can't do this i'm taking the kids here i can't do this i'm going out for a meal in this place mm-hmm. like for me and this is just because of what i i'm inspired by i would choose to go and train or go for a walk or something to do with my own like health and fitness and and, 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 and like training and kind of stuff over going to a social event yeah because it's higher on my hierarchy of values so i find the time for that in the craziest of weeks i've trained this week Every day this week, whenever I've spoke to a client, I've had to ask them what day it is. You know, when I'm like talking about like what's going on with them this week, I've gone like, right, okay. So I'm gone, wait, what day is it? Right, okay, yeah. So we've got two days to do blah 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 blah. Because I'm I'm busy, my head's busy, my head's been a wash this week. But I've trained. Mm-hmm. Pound time to train. Even when off the wall, I train because of where it is in my values and because of the the knock on effects that I can link to doing that. So you're not short on time, you're short on the understanding of what that thing means to you. Yeah. In your life. So that I think
0: that's number one is understand your values, be authentic. We've done a whole podcast on this. Be honest yeah, with do Go get to it. Go and listen to it. Go and listen to everyone. Be honest with yourself about what's actually important to you. If you're telling yourself you can't find a time to go to the gym, you're not asked about it, so just give up. Go and do something else. But then what you also need to do is if you actually are really busy and you actually really want to get in shape and you actually really want to take your results to the next level, you need to become more efficient. You need to find efficiency. You need to improve the efficiency of your day so you can actually get the shit done, which will yes. be hard and will take energy. But if again, it's high on your value list, you will find the energy to do that. I was having a conversation, which came off the the weekly live with my clients and <clears throat> One of well, what he, in fact, anyone listening might see in a transformation, Tom France. Um, absolutely unbelievable results that he was he he achieved on the cut and is now he he won the transformation, he won the transformation challenge and is now working with me for six months on getting fucking massive. Um works heavy shifts, like some days he has to get up at four in the morning to train, he's, I think he starts work at like 6 or 7 in the morning and he's working all day and he doesn't get the opportunity to train in the night so he gets up at 4 in the morning trains, comes home has a shower, cooks his food for the day gets to work, works all day, comes home does all the shit that he needs to do for his food for the next day and just fucking, he is almost like a robot every single day which is not for everyone but when you are deeply inspired you will get the shit done no matter what he is obsessed with with the progression. He is obsessed with getting fucking slapping on a silly amount of muscle tissue. until he finds the time to do it. And not, not everyone has to get up at four in the morning to go and train. But if you if if there's if there's if there's anyone that thinks they don't have the time, you fucking chatting and check because Tom France gets up at four in the morning to train legs. I um Sorry, I forgot to say why I was even talking about that. Sorry to cut you off. But he was, he was having a conversation, people in work are telling him, oh, I haven't got time to go to go and train. I just can't find the time to do it. And it's like, well, you can because I'm doing it and I've got a team yeah. and I'm more efficient in <laughs> work than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it's mad. What were you going to say? It's
1: like, on that, like efficiency, I had the conversation with someone again the other day, one of my clients, just super busy. Um runs the managers runs their own business and I was like one of their challenges tasks I like to give homework every time we speak um Mm -hmm. I call it homework just because I like I like calling it homework um just tasks that are going to help them level up over the next over the next week and one of them was go away over the weekend and come back to me on Sunday with five things that you do like regularly like five of your habits and and five ways that you not five individual ways but a way for each that you can make it more time efficient nice and a big thing about that is like shifting the way you think about your tasks so like when you go and train okay well i'm training to get stronger so that one session is equal in one thing when you're cooking you're cooking one meal and it's only you're cooking and it's only producing one meal you're working out and it's only producing one result. You're doing all of these things and it's like a one for one return. But if you're fucking super, super busy and you want these results to come, there needs to be multiple, there needs to be more return. So, like when you cook, cook four meals. Yeah. When you train, can you, like the way I train at the moment, I have a fucking 25 minutes to train some days? I train for 20 minutes the other day. I picked four exercises, four body parts, two lower a push pull lower a push pull upper, and done it in a way that I got limited rest. So I'm fucking working a little bit of CV as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that twenty minute workout ticked more than one box. I didn't just go in and train back for twenty minutes mm-hmm. and yeah. do like four sets of fucking ten heavier heavier sets. Doing the, stuff, yeah, that has multiple retain.
0: Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely the meal prepping. Like, they're fucking, especially if you're in the gainer phase, mate, like, food for me is just so high at the minute. Um, uh, I reckon it, I'm probably spending almost an hour and a half in the kitchen every day, plus the actual time to eat. So it's, like, probably, probably two, two, two and a half hours every day of my time is spent either cooking or eating. And that's with me meal prepping. And that's with me getting all my shit ready in advance per day. I don't necessarily like to to cook days in advance. So I'll generally cook, or mo- like more than more than two days in advance. So I'll generally cook all my meat for two days ahead. So I'll, I'll cook four four meals yeah. for the next two days. And then everything else is just like packets of microwave rice, like bagels, fucking crumpet cereal, like just stupid, quick, efficient shit. And it's not because that's more optimal. It's pro- probably actually less optimal to eat the same stuff all the time. Yeah. But because it's so efficient, it it becomes more optimal because then yeah. I'm consistent with it. Yeah. So the only meals I ever eat are chicken and microwave rice or beef into microwave rice, and that's it. I had a steak yesterday, which was like the maddest thing in the world it was a Friday night. So I haven't had a yeah. steak throughout six months. Just because chicken, I just cook it just in the air fryer, it takes me five minutes to prepare, boom, it's done the beef mince, just put it in the frying pan, whack some vegetables in there, cook it, just leave it there, and then come back 20 minutes later and it's done. And microwave rice doesn't take fucking any time at all. And because that makes me efficient, I'm able to get all the other shit done that I need to do in the day. And I'm able to nail my nutrition goals rather than being like, oh shit, well, I haven't got time to cook today. I'm just going to fucking order a Domino's. It's like, no. Yeah. Like, efficiency is key for success. Remember
1: you were saying... I moved gyms for this reason. Mm, yeah. like I left Prophecy because it was taking like three hours to do a 45-minute a session. Yeah. So I made that more efficient. But one of the things you suggested was like, well, what can you do in that drive? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And now um, I, I drive a lot, like with the, the a to all stuff and with like the two gyms and the dog. I'm in the car a lot. So every time I go in that car, the phone's set up to just play a human podcast or play a different podcast or just yeah. so like without me even thinking about it it just goes on it please yeah and you're getting multiple like yes i'm getting to where i need to be to so learning something
0: yeah it's like whenever i'm walking i'm doing WhatsApps. so i'm also hitting steps i'm getting daylight exposure i'm also doing work yeah it's just like finding f- finding the times in your day where you're wasting time and then dealing with that and f- Thinking, be, thinking outside the box, being creative in your solution to make that more time efficient. Like you said there about limited time to work out. I think, yeah, sound for what you're trying to do if someone's trying to get fucking massive, probably not ideal to have a 20 minute yeah, yeah. session. But if you are in a situation, let's say you've got like a session which typically takes you an hour and a half and you also want to do cardio, but you've only got like, you don't want to drive to the gym in the morning and do faster cardio and then come home and waste fucking half an hour of your time driving and then go back to the gym later and waste half an hour of your time driving again just slap the sessions together that's just yeah. something that I always do with with people I prefer I personally prefer to do cardio separate to the session but like just little things like that can you slap the sessions together can you can you have a look at your day and find the times where you're being inefficient and just get fucking rid of them are you sitting there for half an hour scrolling through Instagram for no fucking reason are you are you are you wasting two hours a night watching Netflix and then moaning because you haven't got time to go to the gym? If you are getting fucking bin, you
1: fucking mother. have you got housework to do and steps to do? Make your housework inefficient. Yeah. To make the steps more efficient. I always say this one, and people laugh at me when I say it. It's like a struggle to get steps in. Right? Okay, well, your washing needs to go from the washer upstairs, doesn't it? Take it item by item. Yeah. Because you're still going to do it. You're still going to get the steps in. Mm. You're doing two things. Yes, the washing becomes inefficient. But also, you're getting the steps in that you don't have to then leave the house to do. So overall
0: efficiency goes up.
1: Yeah. You're going to spend half an hour doing the washing, maybe hanging it up and fucking folding it or whatever, and then 45 minutes on a wall. Or you're going to spend 45 minutes doing the washing and probably get the same amount of steps in. (laughs) Yeah. And you're walking up and downstairs, fucking 40 times. Yeah. Getting so fucking challenging. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, if you think you've got a lack of time, first, ask yourself, do you actually want it? Or are you, are you not really that bothered? In which case, just give up. And second, if you do actually really want it, and you have still got a lack of time, you need to find a way to be efficient. So you need to identify where you're being inefficient currently and then come up with a solution to become more efficient so you've got more time to get all the shit that you need to do done.
1: One of the, one of the ones we haven't spoke about, right, and it, it's 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 just a painfully obvious one for everyone, and you all know it listening to this. Plan ahead. Mm. Like the, you, the times where you struggle to get stuff done is because you're just going through life. Like if I have a week where I haven't planned out the next day, or I haven't planned out like the goal for that week, or I haven't planned out the time I'm gonna spend on each thing, it's chaos. Yeah, because I've got so many plates to keep spinning. Mm. Chaos. So if you if that's your life, if you don't write shit down, even the sit like we say, write the food down you're gonna eat. Do you know how much time that fucking saves you if you on Sunday night write your teas out? Yeah. Sunday night write seven teas out. Seven different meals, just write them down. And then you're going to come home from work and your brain's fried and you can just look at that piece of paper and it tells you what to eat. (laughs) Save time, because otherwise you're going to spend fucking half an hour staring at the cupboards and then go and just eat. (laughs) So that's half an hour, seven days a week, staring at the cupboards going, fucking oh, what are we having tonight? Oh, do you want to cook tea? I can't be asked. Do you want to cook tea? Because this is the conversation me and Ray have if we don't plan our teas. Right? (laughs) If I'd have just sat on Sunday night when we do the shopping list and gone, right, we'll eat that on Monday, we'll eat that on Tuesday, we'll eat that on Wednesday, but it'll do for fucking Thursdays too as well. Yeah, Done. I've saved myself like fucking four hours. Yeah. Plan. You know it works. You know it helps. Just do it. Just fucking do it then. Next one. Next one. What are we at? I've got to write these down. I've I've got to say these, haven't I? I forgot. I'm the one that's got them written written down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so number two my trusty notepad not operating at your true potential Mm. this is probably i would go as far to say as this is a this is a problem that you don't know exists for a lot of you
0: yeah definitely I think what we've what we've actually just maybe we should have put this point number one because point number one that we've just done about time efficiency is part of this problem yeah it's like a lot of a lot of a lot of you or most people probably Mm -hmm. even us probably even us to some extent are not operating at, at the level that we could be operating at and so that is we've lumped that into one of your biggest most common problems common issues because that's a fucking massive issue. Like, we're here to experience life to its fullest, to achieve the most that we possibly can, to drive forwards in life and achieve everything that is possible. We're not here to fucking sit around and be mediocre for the rest of our lives. We're here to achieve the most that we possibly can. And so when we're operating below what we're, below what we're capable of operating at, or below that level, then it's sad. It's sad at best. And... We need to do something about
1: that. I um Mark asked us that question, and you ask me that question when we train, and I ask you it. Is could you do more? Mm-hmm. Could you be doing more? You could. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. Then great, you're smashing it. Do you know what I mean if the true, honest answer is no? I couldn't. I really can't do any more. Great. But if you could do more, you like. Mark said, I mean, we had, a, we had a conversation about like numbers, like client numbers and stuff. And he just said, like, realistically, could you do more? Could you take on more people? Yeah, yeah, I probably could. Yeah, I could shave off some time here and there and I'd fit more check ins in and I'd fit more calls in and stuff. And right, okay, we'll get more people in. Mm. Like, could just ask yourself that.
2: Mm.
1: It's not whether you believe, like, if it's possible, but could you? If we, if you knew how to do more, if you knew how to be better at eating, if you knew how to train harder, if you knew how to build more muscle, if you knew how to to lose weight faster or more sustainably, could you do? It? Could you do more? Mm-hmm. And if you could, then there's more for you to get. There's more potential there. I
0: think the biggest, the biggest thing, with with people with this issue is something you said that before the podcast and i'm dying for the toilet so i'm going to set you up and then i'm going to go is people don't know that there's more on the table
1: yeah yeah people like it it's not even the they don't believe it because this is something we're gonna we've touched on loads self-belief so again go find that podcast and listen to it lack of self-belief but it's not even a lack of self-belief it's the the goals the i know my clients are capable of aren't even entering into their consciousness so i'll give you an example i had a client jen who is running a marathon soon when we set that goal over a year ago. I asked her to go and set a goal so big it scares her. And she come back to me and was like, oh, I would like to run a marathon in three years. And I said, well, how about in 12 months? Like, it's not like, and that's kind of entered into her consciousness. Like the thought of running a marathon, she could run an ultra. She could run two ultras or three ultras. But that didn't enter into her consciousness because of where she was. Was like, oh well, I can just about run five k now. Like your potential is unlimited. It's only limited by you and what you allow yourself to try. Mm -hmm. Like Jen, I don't know whether you caught that. Then Isaac, Jen (laughs) set that the goal of running it in three years. Like no, one year only forty-two kilometers. Which is a lot, but it's not. It's not unachievable in a year. But it's not. Because when I said to her, well, right, okay, well, you're running five now. So we've only got to add 38 kilometers to that. Well, what if we just added a kilometer every week for 38 weeks? Mm? Added in some rest weeks. There's a year.
2: Mm? We're not
1: asking, we're not asking a lot. Mm? Like an extra kilometer isn't a law. No. Mm. And she was like, wow, it's not that far away. And I'm like, yeah, it's not. Like, yeah. you've just been talking about your clients and, like, the numbers you want to get to before we started this podcast. And it was like, if I just net one extra client a month,
2: yeah, I'll yeah. get
1: to
0: it. It's a joke. It, it's, like, so, it's so insane when you, when you think about that. And it's, we'll come to the next point in a minute, which is patience. But it's like, if you just break down what is actually required... This something there's something i do right from the off with with clients is we'll we'll set out and map out a vision or no sorry we won't map out a vision we'll set we'll create a vision i'll ask we'll do some techniques where i'll get my client to really fucking create an actual vision in the head of what they want from working with me and it's not just like oh I want to fucking lose lose 10 kilos like what is it going to feel like when you walk on the beach and you're shredded and all the birds staring at you like what does that feel like not just thinking about what it looks like in your head. What does the sand feel like on your feet? How does it feel inside when that absolute 10 out of 10 is just staring at you? Like, what does that actually feel like? What if it's something different? I've got a client tomorrow competing. I'm going to set a British record. What is it going to affect his vision? I asked him to, he was struggling with it. I asked him to visualise what is it going to actually feel like when he's standing on the podium with a gold medal? Like what will that fucking feel like inside though? Like not, not, not what's going, like not just visualizing it. Like what does it feel like inside? How, what, what does it sound like? Who's talking? What what are the crowd shouting? Like everything, making it a real, real fucking vision. And once you've got that, then reverse engineering, yeah. you, you know, where it is, you know, where you're trying to get to now, you just got to think, right, well, what are the small steps that I have to take to get there? And it's, it's it, when you, when you break it down, it's so fucking minuscule. I've set a goal for myself for next year for client numbers and I just need to add, like, one a month. And it's like... One person a month. Like, that's, like... It seems insurmountable when I think about it now. Yeah. But when you think, oh, just one, one client a month, that, uh, that's all right, that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. i um got a client running the half marathon with me tomorrow, mm-hmm. Adam, who... It's just, he's madder than me. Like he said to me, like I, I prepped four weeks and I'm relatively stubborn and fit and I've done a lot of long distance endurance stuff in the past anyway. So wasn't really a big, oh, I've only got four weeks to get ready. I'll just kind of do it and see what happens. Whereas this lad's not really done that in terms of like distances and, and challenges in, in that kind of respect. And I was like, lads, I want to do this in three weeks running five 10ks here and there but hasn't run any real distance in a long long time and so he was like when he first said it to me he was like yeah I'd like to get finished in about three and a half hours so I think when he signed up when you sign up to a marathon or a half marathon you have to give them like a predicted time of what you think you're going to finish in and they put you in that group because they have like a pacer who stays at that if you say you're going to run it in two and a half hours, there's someone there who's going to run it in two and a half hours and you can stick with them and you'll run it in two and a half. So he said to me, "Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I'd like to do it in like three and a half. Um, and I was like, sound, yeah. Because he hadn't really done anything to to give him information otherwise of how long it was going to take him. He ran 18K this week in two hours. <laughs> He's only going to do 3K more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matter
1: it's not going to take him an hour and a half to do 3k mm. on the day with his adrenaline pumping. I was like, you're going to be close to that two hour mark. If you can it on that last bit. Mm. And, and that's what we're talking about. about that true potential that, like at first, you don't have any information in your brain to show you that you can actually do this, mm. but you take that first step and then go back. And so you set your goal. I want to lose weight. And people come to me like, oh, yeah, I'd like to lose a stone. It's like, okay, yeah, sound, let's lose a stone. When in fact, they don't. They would love to lose like three or four stone and get back into a size 10 or a size 12, but whatever fucking clothes they wear when they were like really fucking buzzing with their body. But they come to me like, oh, I'd like to lose a stone. Because in their mind, and in your mind listening to this, that's realistic to you. You think that's probably what I can achieve. And it's our job. To go, okay, yeah, got you with that. A stone, sand. Let's do a week. A stone, I'll guarantee you a stone. You only lose £14, I guarantee we're going to make that happen. Yeah, sand. And then we get a week in, we get two weeks in, you're £2, £4 down. It's week two, you're £4 down. I'm like, hey, what do you said about the stone in six months? What, what What do you think about that now? Because we're £4 into 14 in two weeks, so the stone is looking a little bit. It's like it's going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> and and it's it's looking a bit realistic now, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, it is. I was like, okay. So what do you what would you really like to lose? Say, like, oh, well, what if I could lose? Well, if you've done two pounds a week now, what could you do in a year? I'm like, oh, that's a lot. I'm like, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So should we set that goal a little bit higher? Should we push that bar a little bit more? You just need that little bit. That first step and you get that little spark and like fuck. You mm. can actually do this. Mm. Like you've set that bar of well, I know I can get clients. I've mm. got clients now. Yeah. I'll well, yeah. get one. And you'll get one. And you're like, okay, great, great. I've done it for the month. Maybe <laughs> I can get two this month. Fuck. Yeah. I've got two? What if I get three? Shit. That's three <laughs> months of work. I've done it in a, I've done it in a month. Yeah. It's
0: like you just gotta fucking show yourself what you're capable of. And this is what uh, I spoke about. Um, on the, this, this, uh, a bit of content this week about stepping out of your comfort zones, like you have to do that in order to see what you're actually capable of. Like, if you never step out of your comfort zone, you're always just going to be in, in the same state of just being mediocre, nothing will ever change until you choose to push the boundaries and see what you can actually fucking do. Um, but I was thinking we didn't really define why this is a problem, I want to pull it back a little bit. This is a problem. The prob- You not achieving your potential is a problem because you will forever be unfulfilled because deep down subconsciously, you know that you're capable of more and you're watching other people around you doing more and succeeding and living the life that you want to live. And just naturally as humans, we're, we're, we're creatures of comparison. Is that a thing or have I just made that up? Yeah, like- lobster. Lobsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jordan Peterson, the lobster. Uh, yeah. Creatures of comparison. I feel like i made that up though. That, that's nice alliteration though. It's a nice, it sounds nice. We're, we're creatures of comparison. And so when you're seeing other people thriving and being courageous in the way they live and reaping the rewards and experiencing the fruits of life where you're stuck in your comfort zone and you're not pushing the boundaries and you're not experiencing what you know you could be experiencing you're not fulfilling your potential... You're always going to beal, you, oh, beal. <laughs> you're gonna aim beal. You're gonna always going to Ian beal. You're going to always Ian beal your feelings. You're always going to be and feel unfulfilled because you know that there's more on the table that you're not taking. And it's just a bit of a shit existence. So in order for you to start feeling fulfilled, you need to be moving forward as a human and you need to be stepping towards your potential.
1: And, right, with that in mind, I'm gonna give you a really fun game that's gonna make you feel boss about yourself. And it's dead easy to do. It's not. It is easy. It's a thought process game. You need to write it down, pen and paper. Um find three people who inspire you or you look up to, or like even someone you follow on social media, like whatever it is, you know, someone you like you think like, oh, I'd fucking love to be them. Or I'd fucking love to be able to do that. Or someone that really like gives you that like energy. It could be someone who's just like fucking Mrs. Hinch and she's like fucking built a business around like cleaning, like whatever it is, whoever that person is going, like three inspiring people. It doesn't necessarily need to be about a specific goal. It could be fucking anything. It could be fucking Jeff Bezos because he built a phallic rocket that goes to space and you want one. Like whatever it is, find them three people. Find three things that you identify. As why they're so like inspirational to you. So is it like, are they really motivated? Are they really like strong? Are they really confident? Are they really like determined? Whatever the 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 attributes of those people are, write them down on a piece of paper. Then when you've got those things down, they're confident, they're strong, they're motivated, they're fucking whatever it is, then, and this is the fun bit, sit. And find a reason why you are all of those things. What have you done in life that shows that you're confident? What have you done in life that shows that you're motivated? What have you done in life that shows that you are consistent or strong or whatever the things are that you aspire to be about these people? Because I guarantee you, I will bet all of the money I own and all of the things that I own you are those things in some aspect of your life. Like you look at this woman who goes to the gym every day and she's fucking super motivated to get up and get the gym and she does it every day. So you find that commitment to get up and get going really inspirational. But every fucking morning you get up at six and you get the kids ready and you get them to school on time. You're mm-hmm. displaying those attributes mm-hmm. in that, but not in the gym. Mm-hmm. So you have that attribute. Mm. It's just that you're directing it to your kids and she's directing it to the gym. Someone's really fucking confident because they do videos on Instagram all the time and they fucking like can just talk naturally and it doesn't look awkward. And you think fucking hell, I'd love to be able to do that and feel confident on camera. But you're a manager in work and you Mm. give a staff meeting every morning to your team. Mm. You're standing in front of people and telling them what to do. Like, whatever it is, like you have that attribute in your life you're just not aware of it and mm. it's a fucking really fun and empowering game to play nice
0: I like that I want to tell everyone about the conversation I had with a client the other day unbelievable levels of potential you know when you get a client and they send you the first physique shot and you're like shit this is yeah yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be Love fucking heavy it was one of them and so everyone's going good absolutely flying um, loads of progression, getting leaner every single week, everything perfect. And then we got to a nice level of leanness and then slowly stopped filling in check checking forms as consistently, stopped filling his metrics as consistently. Sort of fell off a little bit with response times to WhatsApps and whatnot. And I was just thinking, oh, what the fuck's going on here? Um, Weight started to plateau a little bit. So I was like, his head's gone. Like, what the fuck's going on here? So, set up a phone call and just had a conversation with him. I was like, Lad, what, like, what, what is going on? And turns out this exact thing, he just didn't believe that he could go any further. He was buzzing with the results and he was like, yeah, fucking buzz. And it, it, we were just having a conversation. And I was just almost leading, the, leading him to say what I knew he was already going to say. And he got to the point where he's like, I just, I just, it's just, it's just my body. You see, it's its, it's my body. I, I, I just can't really get any lean in this. And I was like, bingo, you fucking dickhead. You can. <laughs> I know. It's like, lad, the, like the, uh, I said to him, this is where I earn my money because you have achieved good results. Any coach could get you here. Anyone. Just don't eat food for a couple of weeks. You've been like six weeks on. Don't eat much food. Go to the gym, train hard. This is the point where the knowledge, experience comes in and you're going to absolutely be blown the fuck away with what happens over the next six weeks. And he got off the phone, he was gassed and now he's actually has beliefs that he's capable of achieving more. It's just because all of his past experiences have showed him that he can't get any leaner than this. Cause he's tried a hundred times in the past and now he believes it. Now photos are coming through every week. Check-ins are getting done. Metrics are getting nailed. Everything is fucking flying and he's going to achieve un- unbelievable results because, It's now in his brain. He now understands what he can actually achieve.
1: I love that phrase. You've just said it there, um, because we face it all the time, is, oh, it's just my body. Like, it's just, I'm just this way. And it's like, it's not. You're close. You're close with that phrase. When they say, oh, it's just my body. And it's not. It's just your mind. Yeah. It's not your body. Your body is... Just a biological fucking, it's it's just it's just a biological organism. It will do whatever the fuck you do to it. Your body is reactive. Yeah. So it reacts to your mind, not the other way around. So like your body isn't that way because your but bo- like your body doesn't have the consciousness. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Your body is just like a zombie that relies on your mind to be told what to do. Mm. Yeah. So if you are removed of all food whatsoever and you don't get a choice well your body will continue losing weight (laughs) do you know what I mean like if you don't have access to food your body will continue losing weight simple as that Mm -hmm. it's not your body it's your mind
0: 100%
1: lad love that love that it's just my body it's not
0: it's not not at all lad are you you an alien have you had the genetic mutation which blew out your metabolism no a no thing. So, what 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 can we say to round up that point? You need to be operating at your full potential in order to feel fulfilled. But that, not even
1: you need to. You deserve to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're living a life that is less than what you deserve.
0: Yeah. Well, that's I say you need to in order to feel fulfilled, and you deserve yeah. to be fulfilled. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 It's nice,
0: one hundred percent. And but the only way you can really go about that is actually like sitting down and asking yourself, like, what 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 are the things? What are the things that I believe right now that are holding me back? Like, do you believe it's just your body? Right? Like, well, it's fucking not. Do you have limited?
1: You, you shared something on your story this week from I can't remember who it was about. Um, Jack shared it as well. I seen it, went to share it, and then I seen you shared it and Jack shared it, and I was like, ah, I'm not gonna share it as well. <laughs> but I like it. Um, something along the lines of like, what's the thing that you want most? And imagine you just did all of the things that you need to to get to that every uh, day for the next year. Yeah, yeah. And it's as simple as that, isn't it? Like, what is the thing that you really fucking want that's constantly on your mind all of the time? Mm. Well, imagine if you just done all the things that you needed to to get to that. Yeah. And you would. Which is
0: hard. It takes courage because a lot, a lot of people are probably sat there like subconsciously, like not throwing themselves into it because they don't think they'll even ever get there. But it's a case of, again, go and read my Instagram post this week, go and read my emails from this week. You have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone and be vulnerable in order to, to achieve the fruits of life, in order to achieve your potential. But first, you need to be aware that there's more on the table. And, and, and you sat there being being a mediocre muppet. Full of alliteration today.
1: It's nice, yeah. It's good. Um,
0: mediocre muppet.
1: Mediocre muppet. I love that. That's that's going to be in one of your emails. That yeah. is a phrase that I will find in one of your emails. I know it is. Um, we're number Final, four. number three. Our final of the three most common problems we're going to solve for you is patience. We have this conversation probably not daily, but weekly. Almost every check-in with some people. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I've got three check-ins to do today and I will probably have to say it in one of them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Why do you think...
1: Yeah, I will. I guarantee I'll have to say it in one of them today because I, I know who's checking in. You have um
0: a nice theory on this. Why is it you think that everyone in 2021 shows a lack of patience? The Amazon theory. Is that what
1: you're yeah. on about? Yeah, yeah. Because we because of fucking Amazon, basically. Not Well, it is. It's I call it the Amazon theory, but it's essentially because we live in a world of like instant gratification. Mm. and like the way our brains are wired or the brain, the way our brains respond to stuff, we get like a dopamine hit before we do the thing. So if we find things that we can do that instantly give us like a well done, Mm. we then get dopamine release before we do that thing. Mm. So if we've got a load of things that we can do really quickly, order shit on Amazon, watch Netflix, buy clothes, eat burgers, like order fast food and it turns up like that. You get a dopamine hit simply by ordering the food. You get dopamine by looking at the food, not eating the food. Like you've done it. Oh, I've got it. I feel good. Yeah, Yeah. And then when you're eating it, it's gone. Yeah, I mean, it's gone. Like, the dopamine's not there. And the dopamine's not actually there when you're eating the food.
0: That's why it always seems like it's, it's always more exciting before it comes. And then it comes. And then you're like, it's never as good as you think it is going to be. Because yeah. dopamine's gone. The dopamine's um, tricking you. It's like a fallacy.
1: <laughs> so, when it comes to the things that you actually want, what your brain actually wants is just the dopamine. Yeah. It wants to feel good all of the time or it wants homeostasis anyway but it wants dopamine and serotonin because they both make you feel good and they're a fucking drug essentially for your fucking brain so if your brain knows that right when i do this thing that comes really quickly and i order something off amazon that i like i get this feeling of good then you do that the problem is it's short it's like, oh, a little bit of dopamine. Oh, that's good. Oh, a little bit of And you have to keep doing it over and over and over again to get this hit of dopamine. But the stuff that produces the bigger satisfaction of like completing a big goal creates a bigger dopamine reward, except it's delayed, hence delayed gratification. But because we live in a society that is structured around instant gratification, we as humans find it really fucking difficult to delay gratification. So we don't have patience mm. in anything. You look at everything, like any industry's goal is to be more efficient. Mm. Amazon, because they get stuff quicker. McDonald's because the, the system's set up to get you the fast food in the drive-through straight away. Porn. Porn. Porn there like instance like so when you compare that to weight loss muscle gain health like actual health like eradicating diabetes eradicating type 2 diabetes i don't feel good when i've I've, I've done something i don't really feel that good like i know because it takes longer like you get you probably i don't know the Science or the numbers or, or anything behind it, you probably get a bigger dopamine hit from ordering something off Amazon or ordering t- a takeaway than you do from one week of weight loss. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Until, until you train yourself to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think, I, I I believe you can train your dopamine response.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I don't think I have dopamine response from from ordering. Takeaway, I you you
1: you well you just rewire your brain don't you yeah like you're only getting a dopamine response from that because your perception of that thing is good
0: yeah my perception of or eating a domino's is i'm going to feel horrible after it. it's going to make me feel sick i've just yeah. holidays out for the day now session tomorrow is going to be shit like everything about the domino's to me in my current headspace is negative Yeah, I'd say I probably won't. I probably eat Domino's at some point in my life again, but it's just like I will never anticipate that to be amazing because everything I think about it is fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, and and that and that's the maddest thing I find about it is that you can. Yeah, I fully agree. You can rewire your brain for that, but simply by shifting your perception, like your perception controls your ability to be patient. Well, everything. Yeah. Yeah. But that's mad. You can literally change the amount of... We spoke about this at the start of the podcast before we started recording. Simply by changing how you think, you can control the amount of hormones that are produced and when for different situations. Mm. So like you might not now get a big hit of dopamine when you go to the gym because your perception of the gym is bad. It's hard it's sweaty i'm unfit i don't like it people looking at me so with all of those perceptions of the gym your brain's like oh well, this isn't a good thing mm. this is a chore this is something we have to do mm. whereas like when i was saying yesterday that video about fueling your 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 changes from a place of love that like I'm going to the gym to be confident. I'm going to the gym to feel sexy. I'm going to the gym to live longer, to be healthy, to be yeah, the yeah. best version of me. Yeah. Now your brain has all that information and it says, well, if we go to the gym. Wow, we're doing all this shit for ourselves. Yeah. Woo! yeah. Let's give you some dopamine when you pull up in the car park.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's like something that you can actually practice as well. Like going to the gym and rem- like consciously reminding yourself of everything that you're doing, not just, like, acknowledging it now, going, oh, yeah, the gym's good for health and all that. Like, when you're listening to this, like, actually go to the gym, and on the way, when you're listening to your music in the car, just be just be thinking about the fact that you've gone out of your way, you're going to put a shift in now, and you're going to be a better version of yourself. You're literally going to walk into the gym and then walk back out as a better person. One of my clients said this to me the other day. You are literally going every single time you walk into the gym, you walk out as a better person. Just the same version of you, but just a bit better, a bit healthier, a bit stronger, a bit fitter. They said that to you, one of your clients. Yeah. Sick. So. That's what I love about the gym. And he was, he was telling me, and I was like, Do you know what, that's fucking sick. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. Like, it but it it it's fucking so true. Everything no Tom France who I said I was speaking to him this morning on, on the call, and he was like, No one he said. I think you I think may have said this, or someone said to me a couple of weeks ago, but he said it again, just reminded me. No one has ever gone into the gym and thought, oh, fuck, I wish I didn't train today. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever said that. At all. Unless, like, oh. something catastrophic happened in your life because you went to the gym. Like, yeah. on an average day, no one has ever
1: said that. No, unless you, like, Unless you've got, like, you, you fucking chose to go there and not see your nan on, the, like, the last day of, her, like, being alive or something, then, yeah, probably shouldn't have trained that day. <laughs> but, like, in general, like, if you're driving home from work and you've got your gym stuff in the car and you choose to go to the gym and not go home, you don't leave the gym going, God, fucking hell, I wish i just sat on the couch all night. <laughs> like, But it, 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 it's hard, so getting back to the point of patience, it's
0: hard to do that because... You don't get any immediate gratification from it. And when we are used to, so used to that and we're not seeing results in a week, two weeks, three weeks, and it's actually more like six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, when we start to see things change, you start to get to the point where you're like doubting the process, you're doubting your coach, you're doubting all of this, you're doubting whether it's working, you think, oh, what the fuck's the point? But you need to have the patience, you need to exercise the patience, you need to be doing it for a long time before it actually starts to work. But because we're so used to having everything just on a plate for us, it's very difficult to do that.
1: I I had this exact thing happen to me this week, and it was you know one of them do you know one of them things where like you're on social media, you're feeling a you a certain way, you're thinking a certain thing, or you're just in a bit of a like in a bit of a mood or whatever. So essentially, I'll, I'll just tell you exactly what was going on. I was sat on the toilet, a little bit stressed because I've had a really fucking busy week. And I was like, fucking hell, am I ever going to be, like, just smashing it? Like, I feel like I'm uphill every week, which is good. Do you know what I mean? I was just in a bit of a
2: a tired,
1: stressy I think I've been for a run that morning. I was just fucked. I was Mm. like, oh, my God, I've got so much stuff to do today. Like, and I was like, oh, I've done this. And I was just feeling really, like... Almost like a little bit of imposter syndrome was kicking in, like looking at all the poachers and stuff and being like, oh my God, I fucking like these people are doing so much better than me, blah, 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 whatever the fuck was going on in my head. And a Gary Vay video popped up and it was like, you're, if you're not 30 yet, shut the fuck up, trying to get everything figured out. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, you're like, and it, it made me shift. I was like, okay, so I'm 29 now, but I've only, I've not been doing this for 29 years. Mm. It was like, what are you going to, what, what are you going to do when you're 60? Like you've got 30 years of actually doing this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so, okay. Yeah. You're 30 now. But if you've been doing this for 30 years, well, no fucking college shit not Fucking pissing around until you are fucking 26. Like, do you know what I mean? Fucking, you fucking—you only started consciously thinking about having your own business when you were like fucking 27. Yeah. she so you've been doing it for three. What are you going to do in a decade? What are you mm. going to do in two decades? What are you going to do in three decades? And then I got off and I watched that. And I watched it like three times just because it was a fucking good video. Mm. I got off and I'm, I text reach and I was like, hey, we've only been doing this for like two years. Imagine what we're going to do in a decade. Mm. Imagine where we'll be sat chatting shit about worrying about stuff in a decade. Mm. Like what I'm worrying about now isn't even doesn't matter. Mm. But you get again because of, I live in the same world as the people I'm fucking because of you guys listening to this. I live in that fast-paced world of instant gratification. So I get sucked into it. Mm. And then that little thing just comes along and goes, <laughs> ah, shut up, lad. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, shut up, you fucking mocker. <laughs> I always, because I picture like I have these little people working inside my brain, like a little workers. Has you ever seen that film where there's, little, there's all the different emotions in the control room in the brain? That's how I picture it. And I always picture like there's that little voice of doubt who sits there like you're in a bitch. Mm. But he's a little knobhead. He's only little. Like him. It's like me and him. Little knobhead. But he's only little. And look, he's all tuckered out now because he's been a dickhead all day.
0: I don't want the dog for anyone who's listening.
1: Yeah, sorry if you're not if you watch if you listen to this, not watching, I'm pointing to the dog fast asleep behind me. Um but if I step out the room, i.e. the positive part of my brain, which takes up the biggest amount of space, steps out of the room, he goes to get something from the fucking store cupboard or something. The little fucker, the inner bitch, biscuit my dog, runs ragged, goes mad, grabs the first thing that he can, tries to rip it up. And that's what happened. My like positive mind had just stepped out the office for an half an hour. He'd gone out for lunch. And I watched that video and he walked back in the door and gone, what are you doing? Why are you chatting this shit to yourself? Shut up. (laughs) And he come back in and he took control. And that's what I do. he walks in and he's up on the counter chewing something. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Stop chewing now. And -hmm. that's what you've got to do. Mm -hmm. And he gets sucked into that instant gratification. That's just that little voice, that little inner bitch inside your head going, yeah, but what if? Yeah, but you're only here. Yeah. But yeah. Only through. Like, that voice is small. You want to make that voice small and just go, shut, off, lad. shut up,
0: lad. Just, fuck just give him a swift elbow in the face, lad. Yeah. Up. Fuck off. Because the, the only difference between you and people who are more successful generally is that they've been doing it for longer. Yeah. I, don't mean, I don't mean you in particular, I've been to people who are who are listening. But no, yeah, me as well. You in particular, yeah, and me, and me. You look at people in the industry, in the fitness industry, and they're smashing it, they've just been doing it for like 10 years, 15, 20 yeah. years, 30 years even. Yeah. Like, What's Mark been doing for 30
1: years? Something mad, it was like 15 years, I think. Properly 15 years, like, what, when I was 15? I think
0: it's I think it's longer than that, you know. Is it? Even so, when he was nineteen. He's like forty now, isn't he? That late, late thirties. Anyway, a, a well, good. Even model. so, it's fucking. It's just time. It's just time and patience. Like he's turned up. I remember thinking when we went to London and met him. It's just for everyone listening who doesn't know who we're talking about. He's our business mentor, Mark Cole's, or well, Jack's current business mentor. He's not mine anymore. Um, but we were we met him in person, and he's like. He's just a normal person. A hyper successful person who's just a normal person. He's just, he's just like one of us, just very normal. Yeah. But he just turned up for the last 20 years every single day and put a shift in every single day, no matter what.
2: Yeah.
0: Refused to to lay down and he's just got better every single day. And now he's really Do
1: you know what that's just made me think? When we the first place we ever worked, we were really fortunate because it was right in the city centre. Yeah and it attracted some really high-performance people. And I wish I'd have appreciated that aspect of it more Mm. because some of the people that I've been fortunate to work with as clients were incredibly high-performing human beings.
2: Mm.
1: And I worked two of them. One of them who owns a huge investment company and a huge property development company in Liverpool. I wish I'd have been in a better position to appreciate that, mm. to pick their brain mm. on it. Do you know what I mean? Because I was almost like on the back foot then because I had that imposter syndrome so badly mm. of like, oh my God, how can I train this person? They're like, like I'm, I'm in a 400 quid car outside and I live in a flat in rook that like is in a really rough area and this guy's showing me his brand new Porsche that's just come off the fucking fact just like come off the floor and he like owns this guy it's like how do I even do that whereas if they were in front of me now I'd be like yes this is incredible like tell me about your life tell me about the way you think tell me about the way that you go about your day because you're me you're a human being yeah you shit you get sick you make mistakes, you've you've been doing whatever it is that you do for, like, 30 years, and now you're fucking sick of it. Mm. Tell me. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah. And that's just come from... But that's just come with time, again.
0: Patience. Yes, time. You've got to that point from just being relentless in your personal development. Like, probably back then, you probably didn't have the 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 self-assurance or self-confidence to be in that position and start asking them for value for you yeah yeah you yeah, like, yeah shit i need to prove myself i need to i need to i need to make sure i deliver the best session possible like yeah. you didn't even invented your mind to ask them for something yeah because you, you weren't in a place to do that then whereas now with patient time and patience and personal development and becoming a better human you now will be in a situation where you could do that. You you you're in a in, in a different spot. But that's similar to something I was going to bring up before when you were like when you were having that weak moment on the shitter and thinking, oh am yeah. I am I ever actually going to be smashing it? That's what I I love is 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 that uncertainty. It, it's sort of like it's it's not it's not it's not a nice feeling whenever it does arise it does arise with everyone but like when it does arise it's like well don't know i'm gonna have to make sure it does though yeah (laughs) i'm gonna have to do though uh, (laughs) because i'm gonna have to a shift in here because i'm I'm not being a fucking medial come up for the rest of my life so i'm gonna have to make sure I do smash it at some point so it's it's almost like sort of like game on mode
2: yeah Yeah.
0: you you, you get a little bit of a little bit of adrenaline a little bit of anxiety but it's good and you in you in your dry, you, you use it to fuel you forward. There's a there's a Drake line that I, tell, I think I told you about this Drake line about anxiety in his new album. It says anxiety is a drug that I use to get the job done. It's nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. Everyone, everyone feels that occasionally, and, and you will feel that. I was like, you you start the transformation and you think, oh, it's not fucking working. Me you coach is shit. Or I'm not good enough, I'm not going to be able to get lean enough, I haven't got the genetics, I'm uh, I'm not dedicated enough, I'm not motivated enough. It's like, well, yeah, use, use that doubt and prove yourself wrong. Use yeah. it to fuel you forward and just turn up every single day and be relentless in your pursuit of greatness.
1: Turning up and being half shit is going to get you further, even if you don't believe. Turning up every day with, a, with no self-belief is going to get you further than... If you really want to do something, but you take no action about it and you like believe, oh yeah, I'm going to be, I could be that, but I'll start next week. Yeah. Like you could, you could be fully certain that you can do it, but never take action Mm. and you'll never get there. You could have absolutely no self-belief, but just turn up every day and just do something. And then the self-belief
0: arises. Yeah. Because then you'll start to see shit happening. You go, oh shit. Yeah. Maybe I can do this. Yeah
2: yeah make like sure
0: to man. round that off I think today just like that line. use your anxiety to get the job done guys love it um right well thank you Can for the recap?
1: yeah go on so if you're short on time you don't value the thing that you're short on time you can't fit in if it's not that then get organised plan ahead time block, become really time efficient. Become mates with someone who's really lazy and ask them how they do it. The lazy person will always do it quicker. Um, You deserve to be fulfilled in life and so you must reach your true potential. Mm -hmm. Do that by working on your self-belief. We played that little game of finding the people that you aspire to be. Or you are inspired by finding the traits of them that you like and then finding where those traits exist in your life already. Mm-hmm. Write them down on paper, feel dead fucking boss about yourself, increase mm-hmm. your self belief, mm-hmm. get, you get closer to your true potential. Well, and so then finally,
0: opening your mind as well, opening your mind to what actually is possible. Like, yeah, you might set a little shit goal to lose a stone, but if you actually want to lose five stone, yeah, it's possible. There's uh, nothing that's stopping you other than, you, than yourself. Unless you
1: weigh five stone and then <laughs> <laughs> I mean we can do it but we're going to need the blender <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally patience yeah. patience to think of the bigger picture patience to learn how to you can learn to change your dopamine response to, to, to learn how to delay gratification you've got to be patient with that Mm. everything takes time don't let imposter syndrome take control mm-hmm. tell your little bitch in your head tell that inner bitch to shut up because it's chatting shit to shut the fuck up not just to shut up you gotta say shut the fuck up shut the fuck up like because that inner bitch that's telling you all of these things right when you think about it doesn't know Can't it can't time travel it's been in your head just as long as all of the other thoughts have been in your head so it hasn't got a fucking clue <laughs> Just chatting shit, isn't it? Oh, you can't do that. What the fuck do you know? (laughs) You're my age. You've been in my head as long as I've been alive. So (laughs) what more do you know that I don't? (laughs) So don't listen to it. It's full of shit. Yeah. And that's it. They're the three most common things we come across.
0: Yes. And how to solve them. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone, for listening. How was 28 days change going this week this
1: time, Jack? So good. I'm so happy with it. Yeah. Um yeah. If you're on the 28 days of change and and you're listening to this, I hope you're enjoying it. Because I am. It's just working and it feels yeah. good. Do you feel like you're in love with this time? Yeah. Um, people are smashing it. Can't wait for the first check-in with everyone tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited. Yeah.
2: <sighs> Lovely.
0: I wasn't doing the front double bicep then I was stretching. You're dying too though. I was. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening if you have any questions that you'd like us to cover then let us know you can find me at coach.kamara on instagram
1: at jack.level10life reach out say hi even if you just want to tell us the episode was good we love that yeah. massages our egos loads
0: it does um please if you enjoyed it if you found value from this please send it to someone who you think will also find value and if you sick share it on Instagram and Tagos because it helps massively more than you will ever know. So thank you again for listening and I'll speak to you all soon.
1: See you next week.